What's up, beautiful people? It's your girl, Hershey Sunday, and I'm back with the scoop. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so excited about today's show because this show, I have my very first guest, and I'm so, so excited to introduce them to you. But before we get started, how are you doing? How's everything going? How's your mama? Okay. Have you done anything positive this week? Was it anything challenging? Have you been drinking your water? The clinkle clackle of that uh, straw that's pretty much iron <laughs> lets you know that I have my water here in my cup. Um, I hope you're drinking yours, but it is the weekend. So if you have a little something, you know, extra, that's okay too. Um, first, we are going to give a shout out to our sponsors. Let's check it out. If you're looking for a delicious beverage that helps with the effects of a hangover, Anti Elixir is the beverage for you. Not only can you drink it by yourself, but y'all check this out. You can mix it in with your liquor and also have it as a cocktail. You could go to AntiElixir.com for your purchase or head on over to Amazon.com, type in Anti Elixir, and then you can order it from there. Okay. They ship it directly to you. It's super delicious. Has a really nice ginger lemon taste. You'll really enjoy it. Um, Anti Elixir, it helps with the hangover. Let them know that Hershey Sunday sent you. Today's shout out goes to Chef Nay, owner of her delicious catering company called Giddy's. Specializing in Southern cuisine with a twist, this diva of delicious is a dual citizen of both Canada and the U.S. and travels to give people a taste of her art that leaves them indeed feeling giddy inside. You can visit her website, giddieseats.com, and also follow her on TikTok at Chef Nay 5 or Giddy's and IGGiddiesEats.com. Let her know that Hershey Sunday sent you. All right, Scoop. So I am super excited to introduce you to two amazing guests. I've had the pleasure of being invited to their podcast. My very first podcast experience was with them. Um, I'm super excited and happy to have them here. I love their work. I love their dynamic duo. Okay, they are mother and daughter. Um, changing the game, uh, giving real life experiences um, from different uh, women and different generations, which I absolutely love. Uh, their podcast is called Girls, Gems, and Giggles. Give it up for Joy New and Taylor B. Hey. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hey. So excited to be here. I'm so excited to have y'all here. Thank you so, so much for coming to the podcast. How y'all doing? so good I, this is just crazy because it's February so happy Black History first of happy all happy Black History Month y'all month. but um, yeah like when we did we did our, you were our very first guest as well oh. so that was one year ago almost to the day mm-hmm. and wow. it was uh, growing through what you're going through was the title of your, yep. your first episode you've been on a few times yeah but that was the first episode. And so, yeah, I'm happy to see you have been growing. Over the past- growing. I've been doing a little growing. Okay. Y'all, y'all been watering this little, little tree, this little bush over here. She, <laughs> um, I feel and- like you are like one of like the main characters of growth. Like you just hustle and you motivate. 
Girl, I'm trying. I appreciate you so much. Appreciate you both for saying that. And, you know, but I can't do it without my, like, my community, my tribe, my mm-hmm. girlfriends, my friends. So it's like, I appreciate y'all for, you know, seeing something in me, giving me a shot, um, inviting me in your space, on your platform. Like, you know, and it's just, it means a lot to me. I don't take those type of things for granted. So I, I appreciate yeah. y'all so much. Absolutely. I wanted to ask, um, just so the audience would know, what inspired you um, to create your podcast, Girls, Gems, and Giggles, which you can follow on Spotify and also on Apple Podcasts? Um, what inspired you to create your podcast and a space for women um, to give their accounts of life and, and experiences? I'll I'll let you start. So what inspired us to do our podcast is, um, well, we're mother and we're daughter, and we have a lot of experiences that we just feel like should really be shared um, and known. And then we have a conversation about our experiences, and it's like, whoa, what you said could have really, like, made some impact, made some waves, or, like, this is something that can be relatable um, in a lot of sense, kind of like your favorite TV show or, you know, just something where it's like, okay, like, but it not, it's not necessarily bad things, but it's just like life things. Mm-hmm. And it's like really good things too, like how to stay positive and, um, you know, how to maintain your friendships with the people that you really care about and things that me and my mom I feel like we've gained a lot of insight on um I don't know if you I don't know and then I don't know I'm gonna let my mom say that but she's you know she's very um intelligent and she's very into psychology and she can Mm -hmm. read people very well um so that was another thing that we thought was important so that's kind of why we created and we talk all day anyway so might as well record it and you know do something with (laughs) I hear that. What about you, Joy? Like, what what um inspired you and motivated you to take part in this, you know, um, creation of this amazing podcast? Well, you know, during COVID, I would go for a lot of walks because you know that's like all we could do. You can mm-hmm. go, nowhere, you know what I'm saying? You can go nowhere. <laughs> go nowhere. So I would take a lot of walks, and so during my walks, I would listen to podcasts a lot. And I just enjoyed them so much. And I just learned so much growth from them. And just, it was just very inspiring. And so when Taylor moved out of the state, I decided like, what if we started our own podcast as a way to like keep in touch and also inspire others and then get viewpoints from different age groups? Because, you know, like we have these topics, but it was interesting to me. I had never heard anybody discuss topics from like the younger generation and then I'm not gonna say the older generation but the more mature generation mature right (laughs) Right. and then to have other guests who are like you like you're our first guest and so you were kind of in between both of us and Mm -hmm. so just getting all those different perspectives I was like that's really interesting to me you know and so I must say I I got the idea from listening to podcasts and I was like, that's something I think that we could do. And it's, it's just been so amazing. And I've learned so much, you know, like through talking things out, 
through different guests, through just everything. It's been a very positive experience. So yeah, if someone out there is thinking about starting a podcast, I highly recommend it because it has been life changing. And I, I hope it's been life changing for others too, but I can speak for myself. So. I love that. Definitely I love learn that. a lot. I did want to second that. You definitely learn a lot. Yeah, I, I mean, I believe it. I, because you're able to... One, anytime I feel like, you know, you're able to talk things out and say things out loud, it can kind of put things in different perspectives and you can kind of get different input um, that you may not have been able to, you know, have initially or um, you can have an opportunity to share your input that people may need um, different views and, you know, different situations. So I, I love that you both have created a space that, you know, we can listen and learn Um from you guys, from your guests, you know, uh, from your topics. So I, I really, I love what you're doing. Um, thank you for paving the way. Okay. Y'all are trailblazers. Okay. Um, I just, I just want to let you guys know that I really do appreciate y'all and what y'all are doing. Yeah. And we appreciate you too. I know the listeners are probably like, okay, enough with this stuff. <laughs> like move on. <laughs> They know, listen, they know I, I just be talking about whatever, so they, they're used to it right now. Like, oh yeah, that's 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 her. She just gonna talk. We definitely appreciate you too. And you're just so funny and like full yeah. of like you you've been like honestly one of like um you're literally one of my favorite guests. And that's why we've had you on, I think like what three times or so. And it was fun every time. <laughs> Yeah, we'd be laughing. We had a good time. I think that having you on the show, like I said, as one of our first guests, kind of motivated me to keep doing it. So I really want to thank you because if it hadn't have been so successful with you, I might have been a little discouraged. Like, well, not discouraged, but like me and Taylor, at first it was just going to be she and I. Mm hmm. And that was the plan, right? And then I saw you on TikTok and I just loved your vibe. And I was like, she would fit in with us. And I spoke to Taylor about it and I was super excited. But having you on the show encouraged me to be like, oh, I kind of like having guests like this. Yeah. yeah. I think it was something we were really planning on doing a lot. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all, that just, like, don't, don't have no thug <laughs> like myself all misty eyed. <laughs> <laughs> they know me in these streets now I gotta keep a certain persona but no all jokes aside like that that's so encouraging for me like you know y'all I don't take any of it for granted because I always come from a like viewpoint and I'm gonna wrap it up because I again y'all know I like to talk um people don't have to do what they do for you you know people don't have to reach out people don't have to help you and um encourage you or give you you know guidance or you know they don't have to do any of that so i appreciate uh ones that do and take their time to you know help me learn and and you know keep me encouraged and focused so it's just love all around that's just what it's gonna be it's love all around Mm -hmm. and i appreciate that that's a talented tip for you. So what we're going to do is uh, Tootsie roll on over to our scoop. So so y'all, I have a few topics that I kind of wanted to talk about, get your opinion on. Um, some of the stuff that I've seen online, so I don't know if you've seen it. This one, the first one we're going to talk about is the one uh, concerning Stephanie Mills 
and her feelings about Beyonce and Diana Ross. Have y'all heard about no. what she said? What's Stephanie Who's talking about? I look like Stephanie Mills. <laughs> 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 Oh. those comments but yeah <laughs> <laughs> what did she say girl so stephanie um i believe she was um being interviewed and she was basically speaking about how you know diana ross is in a different you know class oh yeah that's right she was speaking to Char- charlamagne the god and she said that she feels like beyonce is hip-hop and and she's like a rapper in hip-hop but diana ross is more glamorous um, she says that she's a fan of Diana Ross. She's um, always wanted to be like Diana Ross. She's went to all her shows. And she basically said there's no comparing Diana Ross and Beyonce. Um, she was like, I don't care if you don't like it. I said what I said. I'm not apologizing for it. And she's standing 10 toes down in that. So, um... <sighs> well, first of all, I <laughs> like my podcast. And girl, the Beehive don't be playing. So I listen. gotta sit that I need to be into right now. This is a beehive-friendly podcast as well. Okay. It should be. We don't want no problems. Who run the world? Girls. <laughs> okay. Girls, gems, and giggles, specifically. Um, but yeah, I, same, y'all. So what do y'all... Okay. Now, mind you, Stephanie Mills, She's she's been in the game for a long time. She's, you know, singer, actress, all of that. And I know that Diana Ross was that is that girl. Like, it's not mm-hmm. any shade on her at all. Um, but how do you feel about her glamorous comments that Beyonce isn't considered glamorous? Beyonce is glamorous. Okay. And who's the other person diana ross upside down yeah amorous too i just don't understand why we have to keep like comparing and saying that one's better than the other just because i really just feel like it's because they're black artists and it's like it has to be a competition Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be they're both very talented and i get how maybe they're in the same era of maybe pop i guess you can categorize diana ross and beyonce mm-hmm. but as far as like i don't know i don't know but i feel like you can compare beyonce to anybody and be like well yeah like this person's a little bit more glamorous or like this person's a little bit more this but beyonce she's everything she can fit into really any sort of adjective she's versatile so, although Diana Ross is glamorous, yes, I don't think she has a versatility like Beyonce does. So, it's not really fair to be like, well, she's glamorous. And that's what makes her so, like, I don't know why you're a fan of her and not Beyonce. To me, it's just kind of like you're saying, like, I am kind of Portuguese and, like, I just want to, like, you know pick this because I think it goes with more so this um, sort of society or audience mm-hmm. or group I don't really think it has anything to do with that it's just like she's kind of biased and because Beyonce is so she fits into a lot of generations and a lot of age groups that she may not necessarily want to be associated with I guess it's like well I'm with Diana Ross Okay, girl. That's <laughs> he said, okay, girl. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And Stephanie Mills even has like skin in the game enough to even be acting like her opinion 
matters between Beyonce and like Beyonce are so up there mm-hmm. Stephanie Mills does your opinion even really count at this point at, like, this, at this day and age <laughs> you know like, I'm just saying right like, no shade I, on her you know no shade but if I do have to have a if I do have to pick a side I will say that Diana Ross is more glamorous she's a different category but it's like mm-hmm. apples and oranges they're not the same it's a different generation it's a different I mean but Diana Ross does have a certain je ne sais pas about her however you say it and Beyonce is a little more street she's a little more hood so she's more glamorous but yeah I mean it's this is different uh, it's not really the same category to me I agree I feel like um and Taylor had touched on it too and I agree they're they're two different categories and Beyonce is more versatile whereas mm-hmm. you do have Diana Ross who is you know when she first came on think about the Supremes I mean that was what the early 60s late fi- actually 50s um and you know that time period was more you know glamour more you know mm-hmm. sparkles and lights and and you know Right. So, and she's evolved. She has. I mean, she in the 80s, she, look, Diana Ross, still that girl. They don't call her the boss for no reason, but Beyonce is more versatile and she's on the younger side. She's only 40. So, uh, or 41, 42. So it's like, yeah, she's going to kind of correlate with what she grew up with, just like Diana Ross, you know, when Doo Wop and Motown was hot when she was, you know, Beyonce's age, she's gonna correlate with that. So, right. I just kind of felt like y'all, y'all, and 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 again, this is a a, a beehive friendly show. Okay, don't don't. I'm singing. Well, I say what is more glamorous about Beyonce is that she's been with Jay Z for so long. Mm-hmm. And have any like real scandals? Diana was known to be very scandalous with her men back in the day. Very okay. I oh. think Diana Ross was, was dibbling and dabbling with a few people. Not to be disrespectful, Miss Ross, oh. you, but a few affairs, a, a few, few babies, affairs. You, yeah. there's a lot going on. It's a lot. Yeah. Wait for the so, biography of her life to come yeah. out. So I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree, ladies. So, yeah. All right, moving on. We have. So, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Okay. Um, let me start. All right. So moving on, I saw this today and it made me laugh because um, Michael B. Jordan was being interviewed by one of the um, uh, interviewers from uh, Hustle Morning or Morning Hustle. And apparently that the two of them went to high school together. And so she starts off like, oh, um, giving him these accolades. And then, oh, and me and you go way back to you know, she named their high school. And he was like, oh, yeah, I was the corny guy in the back. Remember the corny one? And so she's like, oh, no, I never called you corny. We were just, you know, making fun, you know, of your name. And so he felt an entire way. Like, the look on his face was like, no, I'm, I'm going to, we're we going to have a, a, a high school reunion right here <laughs> in front of everybody. You called me corny. And he felt the way about it. Um, and I had recently posted a video about, like, being a alternative black individual or being a person that doesn't fit into the quote unquote stereotype of, you know, 
if you're not a ball player, if you're not a, you know, musician, you know what I'm saying? Um, an alternative person or a person that has different interests and, and you know, things like that. So, um, or, or being comfortable, just being, you know, that she called him corny. And it's like, you know, who's, that's kind of subjective. So I want to get y'all opinion on it. Like, um, do you feel that as black people, we have like a harder, um, kind of like a harder trail to kind of go through as far as like, especially when you're in high school, if you are different, if you have different tastes, if you are more, you know, more book smart or more nerdy or more conservative, um, it's, it's a little bit more difficult for us than other people. Mm, absolutely. I do. I think that <clears throat> it's kind of indoctrinated in us in that, you know, like if a boy is too nice to a girl, then he's a simp and, mm-hmm. you know, the girls don't want him and, and, the, and the men in the, in the community kind of discourage boys from being nice to women or being, you know, soft or whatever and buying stuff for them, you know, they are. And so it starts very young. And then same thing with the girls. A lot of times in our community, we're trained like, to you know get the bag or either one be very strong and independent mm-hmm. or you know or you don't really go for the nerdy guys they they like the thugs I think that's changing though a lot now mm-hmm. <laughs> but definitely back in the days like in my it was all about like thug like good girl like bad boy so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I just say I'm tired of the narratives. I'm tired of thug. I'm tired of criminal. Those are all like fake words. Mm. When you say fake words, do you mean like um, how they depict us, like the the you know the black person being a thug or or the you know? Because I feel like they use that too as a generalization. You can literally be you know, just in a button up and some jeans and be considered a thug. Yeah. You know what I mean? With that. The the dressing, the style, mm-hmm. the culture. Um I feel like I feel like the words are really more so used as a way to like kind of allow inhumane treatment. Mm-hmm. Like a legal alien. Illegal aliens are being locked in cages, quote unquote, just a general mm-hmm. headline. Okay, people aren't really gonna. It's it, it gives you a. It makes you lose emotion, and it makes you forget that these are actual, actual people, criminals, prisoners, thugs. It's like these are people who deserve what they're getting, and mm-hmm. that's that's not true. So it's like. The words, words have a lot of power. So, I don't know. I try to stay away from, like, the criminal. Just any sort of, like, negative sort of, like, persona to put on mm-hmm. a person. Because it's, like, what makes somebody a thug? Like, for real. Yeah, I, I, I can see that as well. And and I think, too, like, um, when it comes to being Black, I mean, that's... First of all, if if you black, you black. Like you don't. There is no. I don't feel like there has to be a, you know, a step by step guide on like, well, you need to speak like this or or have these interests or, um, have this job. I feel like that's so ignorant. And and you know, I feel like it's lazy. The you know there are so many as talented as we are as a people. 
I don't understand why sometimes it's, and it's not all, but sometimes people are so um, close-minded when it comes to like a diversity. You may have, you know, kids who, especially if they're in high school, you they may like rock music. They may like to just paint. They may not like sports. You know, they may, whatever their interests are. Um, I feel like making fun of that you know, one, it hurts their feelings. And two, it's like you limiting yourself because you're only saying, I can only be this, that, or the third. I can't be, you know, a, a, I don't know, a designer or a poet or, you know, um, work for NASA, you know, whatever it is your, your passions are. So, um, but he, he got her own right together on that red carpet <laughs> that he was on. And I was just like, that's, you know that true saying of like people always remember how you made them feel um mind you he's a successful actor um philanthropist director new director now and he still ain't forgot what you said <laughs> bike in the day so you know it just goes to show you i definitely am not attracted to like those type of people anymore like the um the bad boys that's mm-hmm. like you're not <laughs> like no, me so, either. Oh, nerds, they're winning. Like sure. they are. Oh my goodness, they are. Mm-hmm. They, they're they're really... I like that your show is called The Scoop. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I don't even remember like what or why I called it that. Truthfully. Um, but I wanted to have like some type of tagline so that people can like remember it. So I think that that's why I did it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's I don't know that stuff. Just it made me chuckle. Uh, watching it because he he literally, you know, got her on together. And she, my thing is also like she didn't apologize. Mm. That could have been a really that could have been an opportunity for her as an adult in my opinion to be like you know what I know I was young you know how kids right I was young I apologize I really you know I'm glad to see you doing well and could have left it at that and continued yeah. with the interview she kind of doubled down was like oh well you're not corny anymore Mm-mm. I said ooh <laughs> people people are something else but he handled it well Okay, I have another one. Now, I I really want to get y'all's opinion on this. Now, I'm not a parent, but um, I am a child of of one. (laughs) Um, This one was talking about parents not showing any uh, physical affection to their children growing up, like no hugs, no kisses, no pats on the back. And then once their child gets older, uh, they want to physically touch all the time or hug and be, you know... um, super physical and the children are uncomfortable these adult children are uncomfortable because it's like you ain't never hugged me before like what what's changed now that I'm 30 you know so so how do y'all feel about that do you think that um the children may be taking it a little bit too far maybe the parents just grew up and now they they've changed too, matured as well how do y'all feel about that it's so interesting because Taylor and I were discussing this very topic earlier really Mm-hmm. Tell me we ain't in sync, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> of course we are. So I'm going to let her answer that question. Okay. Um, 
I just feel like that's so crazy because this is what I was saying earlier about like what inspired us to do the podcast because this is the stuff that we just sit and talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, really, I don't know. I think that everybody's different. Mm-hmm. I think some people really don't like physical touch, mm-hmm. and that doesn't have to really do with their parents. Mm-hmm. Um. Because, you know, there's different love languages and stuff. And I do think that maybe more so, I think more so as a baby, like, like before you hit like a year, like before you're like a year old, like how much were you held? Mm -hmm. How much were you kissed? How much were you cradled? Did you sleep with your parents or did you sleep in a crib? Did you have your own room or did you Mm -hmm. sleep in a crib in your parents' room? Like... I think that has more of a say more so in parenting in terms of how you feel about physical touch when you get older. Mm, that's a good point. I think it's it's fair for the child or the adult child to not be receptive to physical touch 30 years later. Like it's kind of unfair to have that expectation of somebody when You haven't shown them that love all the way around, you know, growing up. They're not Mm going to one day wake up and be used to that. So it's going to feel foreign. And you have to respect people's boundaries. But I wouldn't encourage the parent to necessarily just full on give up or not try, but just try to reach them in kind of like Taylor said, in whatever their love language is. So if it's not physical touch, they still do need to know that you love them. And it's never too late to show someone that you love them. Mm-hmm. But you just have to find the way that is comfortable mm. for both parties. You know? mm, that's a good point, too. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's, um, you know, and, and I think, too, people do change. I think um, the older I get, the more I, I learn, you know, about my parents and you know, that they were, you know, they were kids too. They, you know, trying to figure it out, trying to do the best that they can. Um, not an excuse for, you know, neglect, obviously, or, but, you know, people do change and they grow. But I agree with both of you. Um, you know, people's love languages are different and you can't hold that against your now adult child if, you know, that wasn't the case um, and that wasn't an environment while they were growing up. So Yeah, that's exactly what we were saying earlier. Like, you have to forgive the parents, too, because you don't know how they grew up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're doing the best they can, you mm-hmm. know, but they were giving. So hopefully they're doing a little bit better than their parents. And, you, you know, the next person does a little bit better. But that child is going to make mistakes in their parenting, too. It's just a part yeah. of life. We don't come with the manual But it is important that, one, the adult does try to change and get better and that the child does become receptive to those changes and forgive. Forgiveness is so important because, you know, it's like you hold that in, but you're only hurting yourself Mm -hmm. and the person. And things can be so much better. Um, Sometimes relationships are harder than they have to be just because someone can't let go mm-hmm. of the past or the resentment and it just mm-hmm. makes a bigger canker sore more and more and more so yeah yeah I think resentment um 
I think resentment is an okay thing to have. And I think it's an okay thing to feel and it's understandable. And I think it's just natural. It's not anything you can control, but you can control how long it lasts. And I feel like people just think it has to be like forever and like for the entire lifetime. It's like, you can literally just forgive. You don't even have to like forgive and necessarily have a relationship with them. But you can forgive them and not harbor hate inside your own self. And mm-hmm. maybe you won't have a relationship with them right away. But once you forgive, you'll be able to have a relationship. Um, and only, I I will say, though, that not only, but really only do this if you do see active, sincere apology. If you see active action. If you see like my mom said like doing your best like people really are doing their best but there are parents that aren't doing their best but they'll front Mm -hmm. like they are Mm -hmm. right to be able to know the difference but if your parent if you know your parent genuinely did kind of try their best then you know you kind of have to do your part too yeah i agree and like um joy had mentioned like it doesn't come with a manual and you know i'm not a parent um yet but you know one thing I do appreciate um is that the older I get those conversations with my own mother and just learning that you know um and she was a a young mom when she had me and um just learning that you know they they realize most good parents realize once they get to a certain age like things that they could have done better things that they could have approved on and they're trying their best to love you know um, how they were shown love and what they knew growing up. Um, and you kind of got to, you know, at the end of the day, they're human. You know, you can't, mm-hmm. it's okay to acknowledge that you were hurt and to, you know, express that. But I feel like um, to a certain extent, you do have to lend some type of grace because, you know, there's no telling what we if we all had the answers all of our lives would be a lot differently we would all make a lot of different decisions but you know we don't we just kind of we're a lot of us are learning things as we go so I feel like you know some grace on both parts and then you know taking responsibility if you're the parent but then also showing some grace if you're the child the adult child you know can kind of go a long way and I want to thank Taylor for that because and I don't I have told you this I think Taylor if not then I'm tell you now but I definitely want to thank her for allowing me that grace because I wasn't always the best parent you know I was pregnant with her I had her like 21 right mm-hmm. it she was kind of like she did like she was my road dog when mm-hmm. she, you know what I'm saying that's me and my mom you know <laughs> but I wasn't there yet mentally mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of things that she saw or, you know, or went through with me and her father and things like that because we were both young and, you know, so I wasn't always the best parent, um, but I do really thank her for, for forgiving me and for giving me that grace and, and her father too. And for just like accepting us, she doesn't harbor resentment as far as I know, (laughs) um, (laughs) towards us and she could you know like Mm -hmm. don't alter if she wanted to but I don't feel like you know she does so I thank her for that thank you for that 
Of course. I wouldn't have it any other way. I love that. Oh, I love this moment. <laughs> Happy Black History Month. No. Right. <laughs> I love that. I love that a lot. Um, I agree with both of you ladies. Uh, and, you know, we only can do, you know, the best that we can and, and just learn from our experiences and, and mistakes and just try to do better and come to terms with that. Well, y'all, we are at the end of the show. Like I said, I had a few topics. I wanted to get y'all's opinion. I appreciate y'all. But before y'all go, I have one more question of the day. Well, one question of the day that I really want to get y'all's opinion on because this kind of blew me personally. Um, So I'm looking online and it was, I believe, like a a ladies podcast, but it was two um, women talking about girl codes, right? One of them said that she does not believe in girl codes and that she will date her friends, ex-boyfriends or husbands. Absolutely not. (laughs) Girl blatantly looked into the camera and then looked at her friend or whoever was asking her this question was like, I don't believe in that. And then so the um, her her either her co-host or partner or whatever asked her, I said, well, are you going to let the friend know that this is happening before you just start dating them? And she said, I mean, maybe, but but no, probably not. So I want to get you guys' opinion on girl code. Is it going against girl code dating your friend's ex-husband or your friend's ex-boyfriend? Yes. (laughs) That's an automatic. It's an automatic yes for me. Like, automatic like there's no no absolutely not you don't even look at them in that way like you don't know that's a no for me and I think the thing that really like (laughs) churns my butter or whatever it's like well with friends like that who needs enemies if Mm -hmm. I have to (laughs) feel like because I feel like this if you're willing to go out with my ex you were already interested in him right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying it was already a spark of interest and you use this opportunity you use laughing at my pain shout out to kevin hart to be like (laughs) oh let me give you a shoulder to cry on and now y'all inviting us to double date like what but you know what happens is i think and because honestly this has happened to me more than one time what it's happened to me oh okay (laughs) almost non-existent but yeah I think what happens is sometimes like okay if you exude a certain type of energy right Mm -hmm. which I feel like all three of us do we have good vibes right we do gonna attract a good vibe man Mm -hmm. or whatever you're into right you're gonna attract that type of energy and then they're gonna treat you a certain way and so it's just gonna be love and light in that Mm -hmm. relationship and so when people see that, they think, well, he could treat me like that, too. Mm. Mm. What they don't realize is that gift and that special treatment is for that person. And so these people are envying some, something that they're seeing, but it's, it's more about the symbiotic relationship between those two, not just that that person is going to come treat you the same way you know what mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. but where they that's what they try to get that treatment you know yep mm-hmm. 
or also I don't know people are messy it could not even it might not even be that deep they might just be messy boots it's it's given first of all I think you're right on both it's it could be um and I agree with you um because I've had that situation happen to me okay we'll talk about it off the (laughs) thing but (laughs) Yeah, people see how a person treats you and automatic automatically think, oh, well, if he or or she or whomever you date does that for them, oh, then they'll do this for me. And it's like, sweetie, what I can do and what I can get is not going to be what you get. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it and just off of the strength of how you're trying to acquire it, you're not going to get that. And if you do, it's, it won't be for long. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I also agree with you too. It just might be messy boots. People are messy. Right. <laughs> right. It might not even be that deep. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. and that's the sad part about it. It's like, it's rare to find like genuine good people. Mm-hmm. Got to watch like who you associate with. Yep. It's it's. Crazy. That's shoot. That's why my daughter is my best friend. I because I know her. I know her from. What I'm saying, but I don't know everybody else and what they be doing and what they go Listen, preach because I keep a very small circle. Mm -hmm. Um, and don't get me wrong, love everyone, cool with everyone, but like, you know, in my day ones, no, like it's certain things that I wouldn't even repeat or divulge to just anybody because I know like everybody's not out trying to see you happy. Some people just they'll they're your friend out of jealousy. They want what you have and because they can't get it from you um from afar, they'll just yeah, they'll sit up there and be your friend, mm-hmm. be a vulture, you know. And the minute they can hurt you, they'll do it. Mm-hmm. So I saw this post on TikTok where they was like, some people, what was it about like energy? I don't know if you've seen it, but it was like, some people just love your energy mm. so much. What was it like? Do you know what I'm talking about? I think I know what you're talking about. I think so. They love your energy just so much because they want to take it away. Mm-hmm. Or- I agree. It's crazy. I agree. And it's sad because it's like, you know, you everyone should have their own energy, their own vibe, their own you know, aura, things about them that makes them unique or uh, you know, alluring, whatever it is. But some people are, they just got that jealous spirit. They got that nasty spirit. And, you know, they, they're takers. Mm-hmm. They want to take your energy, take your happiness. Um, and that, I mean, a lot of things, again, need to be unpacked. Like, why do you feel <laughs> like you're, you know, you should do that. Or you're able to do that. Or, you know, you you can, you know, do that. Woman, because the man is at fault too. Oh, you yeah. know, like you knew when that girl was giving you certain looks, mm-hmm. or, and then you, she was giving you that motion for the ocean. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And <laughs> you didn't say nothing to your girl. So honestly, you know what I'm saying? Did I really lose? Or you know, what's my yeah taken? Yeah. Sometimes things fall apart you know for a reason and and like when I feel when stuff like that happens do you really want to be with a person like that like I mean if it had to come to an end listen let it be what it is but you really don't want to be with a person 
mm-hmm. um, that's capable of something like that. Mm-hmm. Because if this is your close friend or a friend of yours and they're able to do that, like, th- then you don't have any regard or respect for me anyway. Right. On both sides. On both sides. Right. So it's like, did I really lose? Because it's like, if you mess with my my close friend, then you mess with my family. Yep. Who know? Like, you don't have no limits. And mm-hmm. so that, you know, that's like, what, what's really going on with you? Mm-hmm. I, and so you don't need people like that in your life. So, and that's but, not the no limit soldier that I want. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't don't bring me that. Um, it's it's you know, life is hard enough. And you got to be able to trust the people around you mm-hmm. um, to tell you the truth and be upfront with you and just, you know, give you the best of them. And if it's under, you know, the guise of being deceitful, it's like, shoot, just they're, they're vampires, like energy vampires, vibe vampires. You just quick, though, you know, <laughs> that topic, shout out your book real quick. Oh, let me go ahead. Shout it out. So listen, listen, listen. I got a book, y'all. Yes, I read and I write. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Tones of Affection. Um, I wanted to tell a story of a young woman um, going through life changes and how she goes through it is with the help of therapy. Um, and I wanted to shed something that one, I wanted to bring out, you know, black love, black romance, um, how we unpack traumas, how we deal with traumas, life changes, but also, uh, showing a positive light for mental health and therapy, um, in the black community and make it okay to not be okay all the time. Um, you can grab my book on Amazon, Google play, iTunes, Barnes and Noble, um, I also have a link in my bio. If you follow me on any of my socials, I have my link tree and it's there as well. Uh, takes you right to Amazon. But yeah, you know, thank you for saying that, girl. I be forgetting I be having a book and stuff, you know. Well, you yeah, because I remember in your book, you had talked a little bit about that. Like, mm-hmm. we ain't going to divulge everything that happened in the book. But yeah, <laughs> story. So I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. What, is, what did they say? Based off of uh, true events. Right. <laughs> Names may have been changed. It's so sad, ain't it? Girl, life be life in though. Right. <laughs> it's the way it is. The way it is. Uh, so anyway. I really enjoyed this. I'm so glad that y'all came. I I like this makes me I'm just smiling from ear to ear. Like I'm trying to like contain it, but <laughs> I just want to let y'all know again, I appreciate y'all so much. Um I, I adore y'all. Y'all are some of the most dopest women that I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. Um, and just please keep going. Please keep going. Also, y'all listening, Girls, Gems, and Giggles, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give yourself a nice hug in the ears. Okay, listen to them. They have amazing guests, amazing topics. Um, and, and they're my homegirls, so show them some love, okay? Show them some love. Um listening for Hershey's episode specifically yeah. uh, hers are going wait growing through what you're going through and also ladies night part one and ladies night part two yeah oh now that was fun yeah <laughs> that was so much fun yes we're gonna run it back again yes yeah. yes yeah we should republish it we'll, we'll do that we'll okay I love that yeah and so and we also have on there guys like 
daily affirmations to help keep you inspired. Mm-hmm. You know, like I listen to those on my way to work. I'm in my car and I'm like, you know, because you have to deal with everything that goes on through the day, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it helps me mentally prepare. And then, um, yeah, we have like lots of different guests on there and stuff. So it's really fun. Check out Girls, Shims, and Giggles. Check out Hershey on Girls, Shims, and Giggles as well. And me and Taylor on Girls, Shims, and Giggles. It's really fun. And if you're thinking of doing a podcast, I think you should. Because it's fun, right, Hershey? It is a lot of fun. I'm having a whole lot of fun. Absolutely. Yes. Well, Scoops, I want to thank you all for tuning in. Uh, shout out to my listeners and people that supported me listening and, and sharing the podcast, um, sharing my content. I want to send a huge shout out to y'all. Um, if you have an anonymous letter or a question that you want asked anonymously, you can send that to the scoop HS at gmail.com um i will uh read it anonymously you don't have to worry about any words anything like that i'll substitute the the names um but you can send it to again the scoop hs at gmail.com um and i'll be more than happy to read it um i am also um if you're not following me i'm hershey sunday on all platforms so give me a follow okay give me a, a nice little follow so y'all can keep up with what i'm doing uh don't forget to like share follow and comment for more content on those social uh, spaces. And as always, I'm Hershey Sunday, and I'm back with the scoop. Peace.